Yo, yo, what's good? Welcome to Time with Trey. You know who it is. Get ready to be awakened. Sit back, relax, and let's go. How are we doing, guys? I miss you all so much. I am so excited, however, to do my very first podcast. And I just, with everything that's going on, I just need something to just kind of distract me, give me something to do, because Lord knows I am not doing any schoolwork. I am so fed up with the stinking online thing. I just, it's, ugh. Anyways, moving on. I am going to tell you about my best friend, Riley. These are called Short Stories with Trey, and they're just going to be just little blips of Riley moments in my life. Um, A little pre-warning. Riley, come to find out, was it wasn't necessarily, she was on the autism scale. However, at the time, we didn't know. Um, but I befriended Riley, and I was the only person in her life that could calm her down. So when I share these stories, this isn't me making fun of her. This is just me reliving the moment with my best friend. Um, she left in about seventh grade and to go to um, a more inclusive school to help her and figure out everything that's going on. But I think that you guys would enjoy these Riley stories just as much as I did growing up with them. So let's get started. I first met Riley when I went into fourth grade. In fourth grade, Riley was my go-to. She was super funny. She always made me laugh. However, she was very sexual. Riley made lots of sexual windows. As a fourth grader, I was very uncomfortable, but they were funny and they made me laugh. So I, I kept I kept hanging out with her. Riley was the biggest animal lover you would ever meet in your life. She was about five foot three, shorter than myself, just a tiny little thing, blonde hair, bunch of freckles, and just had the energy of a puppy, 25'8", literally puppy energy every single day of every single second. Um, <laughs> Riley was a really cool friend. So uh, one of my favorite stories, one of my favorite, the beginning stories of Riley, they, they start with this. I, like I said, we were in fourth grade. And we had this teacher. Her name was Mrs. Marathi. However, her husband divorced her because she's so chaotic. Mrs. Marathi is literally nuts, mentally insane. I'm sure of it. So her name is Miss Linville. And Miss Linville drove a red beetle bug to school. You know, like just just had hippie vibes. Wore the same cargo shorts and the same two shirts every other day. You know what I'm saying? Just hippie. And she was old as dirt, just mean, as as nobody's been. It's just freaking mean. And Miss Linville and Riley literally just hated each other. And I was working with Riley on one of her assignments, and we were working on, because Miss Marathi was our social studies teacher, and we were working on social studies stuff, and Riley was done with Miss Marathi for the day. She just, <laughs> she had her fill. So Miss Marathi came over, she's like, Riley, you need to do your work. And Riley said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm literally done. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not working for you. She said, the only thing that you make me do in this class is just busy work and I'm sick of it. And Miss Marathi said, Riley, you have no right to talk to me like that. And Riley looks at her and says, Miss Linville, you have no right to talk to me like that. She said, where did you even get your degree? And Miss Linville looks at her. She said, Riley, get out of my classroom right now. And Riley said, nope. And Miss Linville starts yelling at her. Riley stands up on her chair, covers her ears, and screams bloody murder. And it's so loud that two other teachers, like the neighboring teachers, come running in to see what's happening. And Miss Linville is just 
screaming at Riley, and finally a male teacher has to pick Riley up and carry her to the principal's office, and we were just left in shock. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I just freaking lost my partner. Uh, a little bit of a Miss Linville story. There was a time, there was this boy, his name was Jackson. He was literally one of those punk kids, just wanted to get in trouble every single day of his life. I don't know why, but so Miss Linville, there's a spider in Miss Linville's room, and all the girls are screaming, Riley screaming, because Riley loves spiders. She loves animals. We'll get to that in a little bit. Just keep this in mind. Riley loves animals, but she hates spiders because she doesn't want to get bitten. But anyways, um, so all the girls are screaming. Miss Linville's like, Miss Linville's not really sure what's happening. So she looks over and she sees the spider, and Jackson goes to step on it and Miss Linville says if you step on that spider young man I will give you detention for the rest of the week and Jackson goes it's just a stupid spider and Miss Linville comes over to try to like pick up the spider and Jackson steps on it and she loses her mind gives us literally a 30 minute lecture on killing things anyways back to Riley's story this is the most productive this is the most Riley I got in my entire life so we move on to fifth grade and Riley, like I said, loves animals. So at this point, Riley was really starting to just kind of blow out, like blow up every single moment. Like there was not a time Riley wasn't having a Riley moment. And so in fifth grade, the very start of it is Riley would take her socks off at some point and shove them in her desk. and. I don't know why, but Riley just loved to keep socks in her desk, like socks that she wore during the day. She would take them off and put them in her desk. And I had one of my favorite teachers, Mrs. Stefan. Mrs. Stefan said, Trey, I need you to become Riley's personal buddy. You need to stay beside her. You need to keep her calm. You need to just work with her because obviously she likes you. So you're the only person who can do this. So I'm, you are in charge of her and like just to help her with stuff. So I really grew close to Riley during this time. And so Riley would uh, <laughs> Riley would shove the socks at her desk. Okay, this is where it gets really crazy, though. So just like, keep in mind that she would shove the socks at her desk in Mrs. Stefan's room. But we also had a switching teacher or a co-teacher where we would go into a different room and learn, like, the, the math and the science where Miss Stefan was reading and writing and that kind of stuff. So we go to Mrs. Lewis's room. And Mrs. Lewis is kind of that weird teacher. She doesn't really like kids, but she doesn't have another job. So she's just kind of in that weird, awkward phase, you know? And so Riley was in Mrs. Lewis's class. And Mrs. Lewis and Riley just, Riley didn't get along with anybody. And Mrs. Lewis was in the middle of teaching one day. And Riley said, Mrs. Lewis, can I fill up my water bottle? And Mrs. Lewis like, no, Riley, not right now. She's like, at the time, looking back at it now, I understand why Riley wanted it. As an, as an education major and starting to learn a little bit more about um, autism and stuff like that, um, the water bottle at that time was Riley's kind of like a safety blanket, the thing that made her feel good and the thing that made her feel protected just because she could keep busy with something. But at the time, she wasn't diagnosed, so we didn't know. But she asked Mrs. Lewis to go fill up the water. Mrs. Lewis said no. And Riley said, I'm filling up my water bottle. Mrs. Lewis was like, no, Riley, you're not. Riley screams this pterodactyl scream and she picks up her desk and she throws it across the room literally picks up her entire desk like one of those like slideable four desk thingies and throws it across the room and screams and 
books it like anime style out of Mrs. Lewis's room. And uh, <laughs> Mrs. Lewis looks at us and she goes, did that really just happen? And all of us are silent. <laughs> and she, she literally chases Riley out of the stinking classroom. And then, like, a couple weeks later or whatever, we were back into Mrs. Lewis's room, and this gifted girl, um, she was like, she was like, Mrs. Lewis, I really just don't feel well. And Mrs. Lewis was like, okay, well, just try to make it through the lesson, and you can go. And this is the most disgusting thing that I have ever seen in my life. So I'm sitting right behind this girl. We're in rows. I'm sitting right behind her. Her name's Amy. We're sitting right behind Amy. And all of a sudden, Amy's like, oh, Mrs. Lewis. And then Mrs. Lewis stops mid-lesson, like mid and Amy just throws up all over the place. And Riley goes, oh, yes. And she starts clapping. And then as everyone else is like scooting away from Amy, trying to avoid the vomit, Riley comes over, literally comes over to where the puke is. And she goes, oh, Amy, did you have carrots for lunch? And Mrs. Lewis is not at this point. She said, Riley Smith, get away from this place right now. Get away from here right now. And Riley is cackling. She just thinks it's the funniest thing in the whole stinking world. And, uh, <laughs> and we're just, I love it. Okay, so this is something else that's really funny. This is one of my other favorite Riley moments. So me and Riley, if you don't remember, um, I don't know if your school's had it, but at my school, we had, when we would go to lunch, we would go into the gym and the gym would have these like pull out tables. Like they would like literally pull out from the wall and they're like benches and you know what I mean? Like you kind of like, there's a benches and then you could sit down and I don't know, it's just kind of weird. But it's like, I don't know, it just lines with walls and then you can push them all up. You know what I'm saying? All right. So me and Riley were sitting at the bench and like our back was to the back of the other tables, you know what I'm saying, so there was just an aisle way between us, and me and Riley were sitting there, we were eating our food, and Riley and I always packed, because we thought school food was literally trash, I packed my entire, literally my entire school career, um, so we were at lunch, and there was this, I'm not trying to be mean, but there was this heavy set girl, and she always had her butt crack showing, and Riley got so sick of it one day. She looked at me. She said, Trey, watch this. And she takes a grape. She licks her grape. <laughs> she licks her grape and, like, puts it in her mouth, sucks on it, takes her grape, turns around, and aims it right at this girl's butt crack. And I'm like, Riley, you cannot do that. I said, Riley, stop right now. But at the same time, I can't stop laughing. And Riley said, you want to see me do it? I said, Riley, no, you can't do it. And Riley aims. And I kid you not. I swear on everything. Riley takes this grape and shoots it directly down this girl's butt crack. And she did not know. Like, this this grape literally <laughs> got launched into this girl's butt crack. Like, in between her cheeks. I literally lost it. Um. <laughs> all right, a, a couple more, and then I promise we'll 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 get out of here. But Riley and I, or Riley, like I said, was just loves animals, and she created, no joke, literally created and founded a nonprofit um animal organization, and we called ourselves the Tree Huggers. Let me see, bro. I probably will put a link in the just. I'll probably put a link in here with the URL for tree huggers. 
we created a blog, we wrote about things, no joke, there was this pet store, there was this pet store, pet store, like shop, weird thing, and they would sell tree frogs, and they would sell little cats, and mice, and do kind of like weird things that they would sell, not like puppies and stuff like that, but just kind of like weird animals, and Riley and I literally got them shut down, so we call ourselves the tree huggers, we were animal activists, we worked for, we basically thought we were PETA, we created a, we created a website a website we did everything together and we put posters up we went to the humane society we riley at one riley and myself at one point literally rescued 16 cats i think that number was i think that number is accurate we res, we literally rescued 16 cats from the shelter that was about to get euthanized and we would just give them to family members we give them to all different kinds of people and riley and i we just called ourselves the tree huggers and we were so we were literally buddies for our entire lives uh, up until, like, through our entire time in school, I mean, um, but one of my favorite, my very favorite Riley moment is, and I, this is the last one, because she left <laughs> shortly after she did this, but my favorite Riley moment of all time is we're in Mrs. Stefan's class, and it's about 15 minutes until the end of the day, and all, like, it's 15 minutes until the end of the day, and we're playing this game, with Mrs. Stefan as a whole class, and she stops, and she's like, it's quiet in here. What's going on? And she gauges the room. She looks around. She looks to the left, looks to the right, and then she looks at Riley's desk, and she looks at me. She goes, Trey? And then I look at Riley's desk, and I said, oh, Mrs. Stefan? And she goes, where's Riley? And I literally am not even kidding. <laughs> there there was one window open. So there, like, we had the we had a classroom with maybe 10 windows, just a really long, like a bunch of windows. And we were on the first floor. And there was one window open in the very back of the classroom. And mind you, I said Riley is a really small, skinny girl. And I look at Mrs. Stephan, and all the class just like looks out at the open window. And then about that time, a teacher comes running by and she looks into Mrs. Stephan's room. She said, she said, she said, Cheryl, um, are, did you, are you missing a student? Because she's going around knocking on everybody's windows. Riley had jumped out of the classroom and started going around the entire school, knocking on all of the teachers' classrooms as she's running around the entire building looking for her mom. Mrs. Stephan and I just looked at each other. We said, what do we do? But that's, that concludes my Riley stories she is she was my literally best friend she was my OG from day one um but to to kind of end on a little bit of a a serious note here I just want to give you guys a little bit of encouragement I just kind of want to give you an advice um I'm gonna try to do just one piece of advice at the end of um, at the end of each podcast so this advice I guess this piece of advice is don't be afraid of being afraid. I'll say that again. Don't be afraid of being afraid. Sometimes the one thing you need for growth is the one thing that you're most afraid to do. So I challenge you guys today to just think about something that you're afraid to do, something that's outside of your comfort zone. And I really encourage you to just write that down, put a sticky note, put it on your box screen, do what you got to do. And seriously, Think about something that you're afraid to do, but you know is going to help you. And it's going to make you a better person. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in for this first show. Hopefully it wasn't super dumb or super boring. Um, 
I'm really excited to pump up and hopefully get you guys woke. All right, boys, this is in your hands. Drop me a message. Let me know what you want me to do next. Do you want to hear more stories? Do you want to hear stories about wrestling, Argentina? Let me know what you want to hear. Do you want to hear me explain things? Me talk about psychology, philosophy, life, relationships. Drop me, drop me a note. Let me know what's good. Let me know what you want to hear.